and we're live on air. Mr. Matteo, everybody, welcome to High Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. This is episode number 35. How are we? We're good, Matty. We're good. How are you? Good. Excited for number 35. 35. It's been a, it's been a long road to get here, and we're here now. We are. That's a song, isn't it? Are we? Yeah. Is it? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even sing the song. How am I going to know what it is? Well, I'm trying to work out the song in my head. I can head, see you bopping along yeah. in your head. Yeah. <laughs> M, I believe. Eight Mile. I don't know. Anyways. So, what's going on, people? We'll spare you of me singing, uh, me rapping to Eminem. And we shall get into the nuts and bolts of this episode. And as always, it's a good one. All good. It's a good one. Maddie, how much do you love Jiu-Jitsu? Oh, mate, 10 out of 10. Okay. How much did you love Jiu-Jitsu before you started Jiu-Jitsu? I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know I liked Jiu-Jitsu because I'd never done it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Actually, I thought it was silly. I thought it was two men on the ground hugging. How is that silly? Two men in pajamas, <laughs> rolling around on the floor. And sweating on each other. Not my idea of fun. No, it wasn't mine either when I was 19 and young and dumb. And... Here we are now, right? Many, many years later, um, with many years of experience mm-hmm. of jiu-jitsu on the mats and using the, the lessons of jiu-jitsu and applying them off the mats and wise and intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, um, doing our best at least. Um, so before we started jiu-jitsu, Maddie, did you have any idea about like what was involved? Uh, involved in well it's a process what, what sorry be more specific like what was involved in jiu-jitsu well what, what, okay imagine you've never done jiu-jitsu before and you want to get started with something mm-hmm. sometimes you know it's jiu-jitsu I really want to do jiu-jitsu yeah. sometimes it's like oh, I just want to do a martial art sometimes it's like oh, I just want to get off the couch I have to get fit my doctor's telling me I have to get fit mm-hmm. my wife is telling me to get out of the house because I'm annoying her you know something yep um it's a bit of a it's it's a grey area it's yeah, I mean, so grey it's a big unknown right you don't it's know unknown. anything about it there's nothing you know about it really so you're just there you gotta jump on the internet and do your research but you don't even know what you're researching exactly right? like you're just you like even... oh, Jiu Jitsu near me if it is Jiu Jitsu why well, are you gonna yeah. learn Jiu Jitsu something martial arts near me maybe you have a friend you're talking to your friend or something like that well Maddie, today we are here to create the path, the path from complete non-jiu-jitsu person mm-hmm. to jiu-jitsu person. This is the episode getting started with jiu-jitsu. Okay. Now, this is how do we shape our path to jiu-jitsu success? People, listeners, you're ready. You're curious. You've wanted to do something different for a very long time. You long for the, for fun. You want some excitement in your life. It's time for jiu-jitsu. This is how we get started. You ready for it, Maddie? I am. Uh, <clears throat> now, a lot of the times, let's talk about why. Why jiu-jitsu? You know, it's been a while, maybe, since you felt kind of like uh, excited and alive um, with other means of health and fitness. Mm. You know, like some, 
the gym is accessible to a lot of people. Yep. Most people, like I'm sure there's a lot more people that go to the gym than come to a jiu-jitsu class. Yeah. Um, and it's not always the most fun, you know? I don't understand. This is my own personal thing. And look, I respect people who do enjoy it. But the idea of standing on a treadmill and running for an hour, yeah. I would rather shoot myself in a very personal body part. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like, that. that is not fun. Yeah. Listen. Look, different strokes for different folks. Different strokes for sure. Um, I, I like... Okay. Um, there's different ways of doing the gym, right? Yeah. And I think that... The, the gym kind of industry, health fitness industry has kind of smartened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know we have Soul Train upstairs from the from High Jiu-Jitsu and they run a beautiful group yeah. fitness class and there's strength and there's like mobility and mm-hmm. they do it together and yep. it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm sure it is a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure boot camps, remember boot camps back in the they, 90s, 2000s? They're still, they're still things. They are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them in parks and that sort of stuff. Yeah. I know, know, like, my family members go to boot camps. Yeah, yeah. They still thrive on that style. Yeah, and I mean, as we say, some people like it, some people enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that you work out, you know, and you kind of try to build your strength and you try to, like, you do your mobility and... Your health. um, Cardio fitness is Mm -hmm. really important. At the same time, you know... You long to be excited by something, you know. You like you really want to be healthy. Um, you're in. You want to challenge, and of course, those things are challenging. And at the same time, there could be more. Well, I mean, once you know the movements, right? Say you go to boot camp and you know you're doing the same workout every week or whatever it is. I've never been to a boot camp. I don't know how they work, mm-hmm. but. Once you know all the movements, it's just a physical exercise. There's nothing mental to it. There's no, yeah, there's no mental stimulation or excitement, as you're saying, you know. Um, we, uh, I'm being very careful right now because I'm sure there's a lot of awesome coaches who do some beautiful things. And yep. I was a PT for a long time, like in terms of like movement coaching. Mm-hmm. And I ran some group classes and I put my heart and soul into them. And I yep. thought they were a lot of fun. Yep. And the thing was, a lot of people would come there because they want to get fit and they want to be healthy. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Um, but that's you can yeah. do it in in a different way without really looking to be fit and healthy, but actually getting fit and healthy as a byproduct of having so much fun. Yep. You know, you've heard that Gracie Jiu Jitsu is effective for self defense. Maybe you've had a situation where you needed self defense. Mm. You know, um, <clears throat> maybe you're a little bit scared, you know, of things that are around you. Maybe you kind of think about confrontation and actually kind of worries you a little bit potentially. So you require maybe the confidence isn't quite there, mm-hmm. right? Um, you've wanted to try out jujitsu for a while, you just don't know how. This is where we come in. These are some ways to get started with jujitsu, right? The first thing that we have to think about is finding the right academy for you. Is that the first thing? Absolutely. You've got to find an academy. That's step one. What's step 0.5? 
that's going to the internet and doing your research. Uh-huh. And that would be, step, to me, step 0.5 would be finding what martial art you want to do and deciding it's jiu-jitsu or maybe, as you said, we already know we want to do jiu-jitsu, but do we even know what jiu-jitsu entails? Yes. We've got to understand what it entails. Yeah. And me, you and I know for a fact that jiu-jitsu is like the best thing ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, you've, you, you wanna, you wanna, you've decided on jiu-jitsu. So how do we know that the academy is the right one for you? You'll spend a lot of time at this academy that you choose. So it's crucial that it aligns with your goals for training. Absolutely. That's very important. Um, one way to find the right academy for you is to ask within your own network. You know, maybe you have a friend that's currently doing jiu-jitsu and, they, and you can ask them their, their thoughts and their opinions. What you have to understand is that not every academy is the same thing. You know, not every, just like before, not every fitness class or not every strength class is the same one exactly the same thing not every jiu-jitsu class is the same not every yoga class is the same some yoga focuses more on the breathing aspect and some focuses a lot more on just the physical element and getting a hardcore workout in with yoga and some focus on the spiritual a lot as well yep that's such a great comparison there with yoga to jiu-jitsu in the sense that I really can't emphasize that gyms are not the same I've trained at quite a few different gyms I mean I've only had a few home gyms where I've truly trained but i've visited a, a quite a few different gyms around the world mm-hmm. and the way that they teach they're all unique in the way they go about it you know and there's no right way uh you know d- different styles for different outcomes for sure um so as you said find the I, one that aligns i guess your personality will determine the kind of style that you like as well potentially mm-hmm. um your your goals yeah. If you're going there just for a workout and you don't really care about the self-defense aspect of it um, versus going in there because maybe you've had a bit of a run-in with somebody before and you've kind of, your brain's gotten to the point where, hold on, what if that got a bit physical? What would I be doing there? Mm. You know? Um, so understand your intentions for, for jiu-jitsu first. Yep. I think that's really important to think about. Um if you don't know anyone, you know, no one in your network trains and, um, you know, you can't, you've ne- you don't, don't have anyone around you that's experienced jiu-jitsu before, you can and probably will look online. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of important that the academy is within a convenient um, distance for you. Yeah, if you want to make a lifestyle or make this a consistent habit, you need it to be accessible. I agree. As much as we're awesome, you know, if someone, and we've had students, some students have been living really, really far away and they, they make the effort to come in. And they also probably couldn't come in as much as they wanted to. So if they were closer, yeah. they're probably coming in a lot more, but they can't because it's far, too far away, you know? So just logistically, things are difficult for them. Hey, and look, let's be fair, we're in 2021 now. This isn't the 90s where you had to go to Brazil or America to get any jiu-jitsu training in, kind of like our original coaches did. Yeah. You know, it was like they, they went to study it from, you know, that's what they wanted to do, so they did it. And you had to go right to the source, right? Absolutely. Whereas now there's a there's a lot of jiu-jitsu out there. There will be a lot more in the next few years as well because yeah. like, that's just 
it's exploding in its popularity for a good reason. Yep. For the most part, look around your area. Yep. You know, there will probably be a few options around your area. Now, the best one for you won't always be the most popular. Mm. It won't always be the most highest ranking on Google. So it's important that you look around. So would, when you say look around, would you say go in and put a trial class in each of those local gyms for you? I say multiple? check the reviews of yep. academies, mm-hmm. places like Google, places like Facebook. Yep. Be careful about the website of every school. Now they're all going to market. They're all going to show their their, their their best side. Yeah. You know, and they're all like, this is us. You know, we're awesome. Come join us, which is just the nature of a website. Yep. Which is fair enough. But I mean, you can still get the vibe and the gist. Mm-hmm. But as you say, I mean, reviews, I think, are a bit better because they're people's experiences. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I think that's important. You know, you can call for a chat yep. and you can speak to somebody about it. You can ask them different questions. You can say, "Hey, you know, what what's the focus? You know, what am I? What what what's a regular class like? You know, what are the priorities of the school?" Yep. Um, the way to do that, you jump on the website and you know find the find the contact form. You know, and inquire yep. within, and they'll call you back. As you say, I think it's really important that you go in at a trial and do a trial at different at different schools. I will never say to anybody not to go to a different school. Like we've had we have many people coming in every week. Mm-hmm. It depends, you know, week some weeks it's like there's heaps of people coming in, some some weeks there isn't that many people coming in. Um, that's a different story, I guess, but um, I think the best way to find the school for you is to go in and practice a tri- and do a trial yeah. at different schools. And it's the only way you're actually going to get a true feeling for the culture. I mean, reviews are great. I, I agree they're a good way to, to kind of gauge um, before you've had that experience. But that trial experience, we'll get to see the culture. Uh, yeah. uh, is it a community? Is everyone hanging out smiling and laughing before and after class? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be hanging out with people or do you want to go in there and not have to make friends? Like different different people, different outcomes, different goals. So, yeah. you know. Go in and feel what you want out of it. Yeah. So so before we get to the trial class, we're picking the different schools, right? Mm-hmm. So your academy, it pretty much should be convenient for you to get to. Yeah. I love people in um, Liverpool. I love you guys. There's probably some schools around there. You'll probably succeed better if you find a school closer to you than if you have to make the trek after work, mm-hmm. peak hour, come into the city every day like it'll be a bit harder Um, but with that being said we're in the city so maybe you work in the city and that's the case you know then we're more convenient for you and if you really love us then you can come in as well of course you know and you're making that that you're making that effort it's just going to be difficult jiu-jitsu is a long-term endeavor yes and we're here like we're playing the long game in jiu-jitsu so there's only so long you can really really force things before you're like you know what i'm getting tired of this commute i'm wasting four hours of my day on in like in the car yep to go do an hour of class and then come back you know there's only so much of that that we can do make it accessible accessible is important right um i think also be patient as you look for the academy that's right for you with that being said 
as we said before, attend your trial class. A lot of schools are going to have a free trial. They should have a free trial. Maybe some of them are paid trials. You know, um, why are you scrunching your face I like that, Matty? Like, I don't like the idea of a paid trial. How come? Well, I mean, I'm coming in to try out jiu-jitsu. I've never done it. Yep. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, if what, doesn't it make sense? If, if I'm going to be coming in and committing to, to paying you however much a month whatever your membership plan is quarter year however your membership structure works if i'm coming in like i'm i, I want to make sure i'm making the right choice mm-hmm. and it's not like i don't know i i think it makes sense to do a free a free trial personally i don't understand i don't get a paid trial yeah um, um yeah that's fine that's, just, that's me personally just the idea of it rubs me the wrong way do you think then here's another way to put it do you think that you can get the vibe and the gist of the cl- of the school in one class there's no right or wrong answer here matey how do you feel about it I think you can get uh, a, a good whiff I think so too I think you can get a good whiff do you like the coach maybe it's not yeah. the maybe it's not the the regular coach that day so maybe it helps to kind of have like a few classes where you go in and yep. get a vibe. We have different coaches. Yep. You know, I don't take every class. You take some classes. Oscar takes some classes. Nico takes some classes. Yep. So, you know, although I think that no matter which class you come into, you're probably going to like it or you're not, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and I, I think like our, our classes, whilst they vary according to... Unless you come into a kid's class, but that's a bit... <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're yeah. an adult coming to a kid's class, it's a very different experience. Why would you be there? <laughs> right? It doesn't make sense. Why would you be there? Yes. There's lots of screaming, loud, loud children. Yeah, <laughs> so don't worry about that. Leave the kids alone, all right? Um, you know, so, so whilst our classes between um, our coaches will vary a little bit, they won't vary a lot because we all follow yeah. the same template and we try to make our classes as consistent as possible with... Yep whilst also respecting the fact that we're different people and we're different coaches and so there will be a different bit of a little different spins on them for example i think i'm funnier than john so i think my classes are funnier than john's you wish um yeah yeah, okay (laughs) we'll chat about that one later mate (laughs) um okay so you're 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 attending your trial class or classes the way that happens at higher if somebody isn't quite sure after the first, I want everybody to be 100% certain that they want to train with us. Yep. Otherwise, I'm like, go shop around, do your thing. I, I really want you to find the school that works for you. Yeah. And if we're not the one, if you're still a little bit undecided, a lot of the times I'll say, you know what, if you want a week for free, come, for a, come, come again tomorrow, come again the next day, I don't mind. I just, after a week, then you'd probably have a better idea. Yep. After a week, if you want to keep coming to us, then, you know, Here's the membership. Here's how you're going to make it official and become a member. Yep. If after a week you're not quite sure you want to go to the other school around the, around the area, go right ahead. That's no problems whatsoever because the most important thing is that people actually do jiu-jitsu. So we have yeah. very, some other very capable schools around the area. Um, and if you're feeling more comfortable there, then go right there. Absolutely. In any case, you're there. You, you've signed up. You're attending the trial class. You've scheduled it. How do you prepare for a trial class? Just some basic things, Maddie. Bring yourself back to like what eight years ago, nine years ago, ten, ten years ago. Yeah, before your first ever trial class. Yep. What do you have to do? Uh, 
have a shower. Come in clean. Yes, that's the first thing I've got in here. Have a shower. Yeah. Clip your nails. That was going to be my second thing. Yeah. Don't come in with these grotty nails. So be clean. Be 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 hygienic. So nails is part of your hygiene, right? Like, yeah. This is a, a, a sport, a martial art, uh, an activity where we are grabbing people. And sometimes people get a bit uh, excited and they grab with nails and we don't want to be scratching each other open giving each other diseases or maybe not diseases but long nails scratches there's a chance of infection well the the reason for that or one reason a you might have like disease under your nails which is gross but you might also create an open wound and then the environment of the dojo which is just like naturally you don't want open wounds in contact with anybody else because that's going to be the surest way to um, get a disease if there is one there lurking, right? So um, clip your nails. That's really important. Yeah. Um, accidents happen. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the Mike Winklejohn accident? No. Speaking of, there was, a, there was a, um, an eye poke in a very famous eye poke recently in UFC. I got, I got poked in the eye last night. Accidental. Yeah. And I'm very thankful the person cut their nails. Yeah, right. There you go. Uh, I mean, and very lucky they cut them. I mean, that could be a, a, a scratch. Or, you know, I could be blind. And yeah. So that's what happened to Mike Winklejohn, who's like a famous uh, MMA coach. Yeah. He was on the pads with one of his fighters, and one of his fighters had some nails that were too long, and um, he got hit in the face, and the eyeball, the the nail went into the eyeball, right. and he lost, completely lost his eye. No, that, that, that makes sorry, me. Sorry, I shouldn't. Yeah, that's all right. That's a bit gross there. Bit sorry, protect, peeps. A bit protective so, of my eyes. So what that means is clip your nails before you come to class, yeah, please. And even for you uh, existing students and you existing current lovers of jujitsu, cut your nails, man. Cut your nails. See the white stuff? No white stuff. Yeah. The white parts, like the the stuff that that grows over, you don't need that white stuff. You don't need to kind of completely like murder your nails okay but at the same time cut them more consistently more often yeah and take away keep away that white stuff okay i mean it's gonna hurt people i don't know if anyone has toenails like mine i think i have very handsome feet i could be a feet more no um stop it yeah uh my (laughs) my toenails they they actually grow clear even though i can cut some of that back so and, and they can be longer than they appear i guess is what i'm trying to get at i don't know how people have long toenails anyway turns me like it's just disgusting to be honest it's gross cut your nails people cut them cut them next pack some water that's important pack some flip flops Mm -hmm. because when you get to the class you probably take your shoes off and then you might have to move around to the bathroom you might have to come back you might have to go to your car it's easier to have flip flops as well so um, flip flops are good change of clothes for after class Mm -hmm. because if it's your first class you're probably going to go in a t-shirt and shorts Yep. If you're lucky, they'll give you a spare gi, but even then, you're probably going to wear it over your t-shirt and your shorts. Yep. Probably just for hygienic reasons as well. You don't know if they're... We, look, we wash every single one of our gis that's been worn. Yep. Maybe not um, Not all schools do that. And you'd, you'd much rather wear a... Better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, just wear a gi over your clothes. This means you're going to sweat out your the first layer of clothing. Absolutely. So bring a change of clothes, right? So mm-hmm. after your class, you're going to go, you're going to get changed out of the sweatiness. Um, you're going to wear some fresh clothes, right? You might even have a shower if they've got shower facilities. Yep. Um, we got showers at, at PCYC. So, you know, after your class, you're pretty sweaty. Go in, have a shower, get changed, and you're good to go, right? Um, for men, wear a comfortable fitted, like, T-shirt, shorts without pockets, and women too, you know, or T-shirt and tights or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just something that's comfortable. Something that you go to the gym in. That's what I say to people. Just, yeah. if you're going to go to the gym, um, the way you go to a gym is how you'd come to a jiu-jitsu class at the first, like, 
um, for the first one at least, yep. right? Um, I think it's important also to show up early before your first class. Yes. Um, sorry, it's... You might want to have a chat to the teacher. It's nice to acclimatize yourself before you just jump straight in. Yeah. It might be a little bit embarrassing for you to, if the class has already started and you don't really... When, I, when we start class, I introduce the class once we've bowed in, right? Yep. Then we bow in, like bow to each other, bow to Elio, and then, you know, we'll come down, you know, and start yep. start the class. And I think it's really important that you come earlier so you can get the full experience of it. Also, maybe you have to sign a waiver if you haven't been sent one electronically. Uh, maybe you need to get there. You need to sign that waiver. So get in early. Yeah. Get in 15 minutes early. Maybe you can't find parking, you know, outside. Yeah. You know, and just give yourself a little bit of a buffer so that you're not too nervous as well. You can come in calm and collected. Yep. Um, show up a little bit early, people. Hey, here's a really big one. You ready? Remove all piercings and jewelry before you step onto the mats. This is something that we need to constantly remind people, but it's just one of those things. Like when you've never done jiu-jitsu, you don't really think about your nose ring and your earrings and your rings and like your Take necklaces and... You don't want them getting caught on things. Yeah, no, you don't. For your sake and for other people's too. So make sure you get rid of all the jewelry. That's important. Hey, another one. Um, yeah. Be respectful. Was that it? Not quite. Mine was like use the toilet before your class before your, um, class starts. Yep. Yeah. Because it's like it's again you don't want to kind of like disrupt the flow of the class by saying sorry I gotta go to the toilet you know or you don't want to kind of miss out right and um, you definitely don't want any accidents or anything like that so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Use the toilet first. Back to you got some of, knee rides. Back to one of your previous points to same concept. Have a little bit of water before class. Yeah. You don't want to be interrupting just to like go get your water. You want to be hydrated as you go in. Not over hydrated. So you then for that point you just mentioned about the toilet comes in. Yeah. You know, find that balance. For sure. Um, so what about when you get there, Maddie? So this is like on attending the trial class, like what to do before it. So now when you're there, you've rocked up. Um, you're almost about to get into the dojo. Some point is here. Smile. Yeah. Have you read our ebook, Maddie? No. Smile when you enter the dojo. <laughs> Be ready to, to meet and introduce yourself to new people. Yeah. I think that's just a bit of a um, just a social norm, yeah. right? If you're if you want to make friends with people, just smile yep. and appear to be friendly. Mm. I think that's a good idea. Now you might be a little bit um, anxious, maybe a little bit nervous. That's okay. That's normal. Yep. Chances are no one's going to like double leg you immediately and like, you know, you won't have to kind of fight for your life straight away. Walk through the door. Someone's just walking you back out. <laughs> Get some self-defense. Yeah. Um, no, that's not going to happen. Okay. Like jiu-jitsu people, they might be wearing pajamas. What looks like pajamas to you, but um, they're actually nice people. So smile and be nice back to them. Right. Um, be ready to introduce yourself. Say, hey, I'm John. How are you going? Nice to meet you. It's my first class here. You know, and a lot of the times people say, hey, yeah, I'm Don. I've been training here for a while. Yep. You know, you just start having a conversation um, and then you can kind of listen to them as well and listen yeah. to their experiences. And um, who knows? Maybe you might make some friends, you know. Um, here's a big one, everybody. Everybody, people who have never done jiu-jitsu before. They've never done martial arts, don't know this. I made the, I made this mistake the first time I came to the mats. A lot of people have. I know it. What is it? No shoes on the mats. Hey, right there. Yes. I knew it. No shoes on the mats. Hey, if any, like every single Jiu-Jitsu Academy in the whole wide world will tell you not to wear shoes on the mats and they better. And if they don't, that's not the school for you because it's disgusting, yep. right? 
no shoes on the mats. That's very important. So don't make that mistake. People make the mistake for us and I'm like, hey, shoes off the mats. And they're like, oh, sorry. Um, but I can't be nice when I say that. I'm like, hey, no, no, no. Okay, let's be friends, but just step your shoes off the mats because it's gross. It's disgusting. Yep. Um, my, yes. My face is going to be on that mat later. Yeah, I'm going to be knee riding it hard. Yeah, and you're going to be, and I do not want my face under where your foot was. Yeah. <laughs> just because I don't know what you stepped in. I mean, well, it's just the nature of shoes. It's disgusting. Yeah. I'm actually like, I got my little Roscoe and. He doesn't know what's clean and what's not clean, so he might see something on the ground and like start licking it on the mat now, like on the floor. Yep. And so that's why I've made a point from now. Like I always just take my shoes off before I walk into the house. Yep. But a lot of people don't. I'm 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 like that. I have to have my shoes off. I walk in the door, shoes are off. Yeah. It's I just gross. Like it's your home. Yeah. But I never, I never, I never really thought about that all the time. And sometimes I still walk through the, my own house with my shoes on because. I know, it's just convenient I do it even sometimes. when I go to other people's houses the first thing I do is take my shoes off it's a bit it's why I'm indoors respect like, maybe a little bit for the other person's yeah, place yeah exactly I mean again I don't know if I've stepped in anything I don't know what dirt's there also yeah. there's something just comfortable about not having your shoes on yes some people feel a little bit uptight about not having their shoes on what do you mean well some people don't want to take off their shoes Okay. But you don't, you don't have that choice in jiu-jitsu, okay? No. So just take your shoes off. Yeah. Um, if you're at high jiu-jitsu, then where do your shoes go, Maddie? In the shoe rack. The shoes go on the shoe rack. If there is a shoe rack available, don't put your shoes just on the ground. Use the rack provided. Yep. That's critical. And I want to come back to the point you just made about bringing flip-flops or thongs yep. or whatever else you want to call them, depending where you live. Uh, bring them because if you want to make a trip to the bathroom in the middle of class, exactly what we just talked about with shoes and being dirty don't walk into the bathroom barefoot and then come back on the mat yeah no I, yes I want, if I see someone do that I want to slap you <laughs> like he's not going to actually slap you but oh I might <laughs> well, I'll be tempted I'll we should have like way. some disinfectant wipes then if that happens rather we than getting slapped we'll just give you a wipe instead you can wipe your shoes you wipe your feet sit down just spray that because it's just gross feet. we did have one really high level um, black belt come in once and, I, and he, was wearing, he wasn't wearing shoes in the mats. And I said, oh, can you please wear some shoes on the mats? He goes, no. Sorry, he, he, he wasn't wearing... Shoe, like, uh, sorry, sorry, he wasn't wearing flip-flops in the bathroom. Yeah. And he was certain that immunity, if you got enough immunity, then you won't develop things like staph and like ringworm and things like that. Like, it doesn't matter. But I'm like, why do we have to mess with that? Why do we have to kind of take that risk, right? Um, please, yeah. please, people, just wear shoes in the in the bathroom. It just makes everyone's everyone feel so much more comfortable and clean. Hey, guess what? Um, the gym's not all about you, uh, <laughs> yeah. in the sense that you might have a great immunity and you might be immune <laughs> to it, but you're bringing it onto the mats for everyone else. And we've got everyday people in there who might not have the best immune system. You know? You, yeah. Yeah. Right there, shoes. mate. Yeah. Respect the people you train. Wear shoes. There. Okay. After that, um, or if you're a part of Haya, if you come to Haya Jiu-Jitsu as well, there's a spot for your bags. And you know what? There's probably always a spot for your bags. So don't just dump your bag anywhere. Um, we have some students of many years at Haya Jiu-Jitsu who just dump their bags everywhere. And they always get... <laughs> <laughs> and they always get screamed at and they get many, many burpees, all right? Um, so, you know, we have a, a pigeonhole. And I, you know how beautiful it is, Maddie, to have a room 
of students, the it's class really is happening, nice. and the shoes are where they belong, and the bags are where they belong, and it looks like a total shit fight if there's just bags thrown everywhere. It's I, just I, gross. I, it's just not nice. It's a dojo. Yeah. A dojo is a place of respect. You want it to be clean. Yes. You want to feel. Yeah. You want to feel nice, right? Thank you. I like, agree. I'm not. Sometimes it's. I feel like a broken record saying it to a lot of people all the time and people just roll their eyes at me like, oh, shut up, come on. I'm like, no, I can't let this pass up. It has to... To be fair, your pigeonholes could be a little bigger. Okay, they could be a little bit bigger, sure. Some people have some massive bags. All right, and if you've got a massive bag, you can put it somewhere neat and tidy, right? Put it underneath the the seat that we have because that's where massive bags could go and they don't look like they're um, out of place, okay? But some other people have bags that fit in pigeonholes, but don't want to spend the like three seconds to just kind of compact it a little bit and and put it in there, okay? So um, if you don't want to get screamed at people, put your bag on the rack, okay? Um, Now, how do you jump onto the mats? It's just, look, every school has its own like etiquette. I I think it's comfortable. I think it's respectful to, to bow once you come onto the mats and into class. Yep. How do you bow? You put your feet together, you put your hands by your side, and you bend from your hips, right? And you're looking yeah, up yeah. as you bend from your hips. Yep. Um, nothing crazy, nothing fancy, no curtsying needed, whatever. Yep. It's just a matter of respect, right? That definitely. If you don't do it, like you know, especially for your first time, if you don't do it, no one's going to get upset at you, mm. at least at higher. Yep. But you know, even for the people who've been doing jiu-jitsu for a while, it's a nice, um, nice habit to get into. Like I, here we go. Here is my transformation into jiu-jitsu student. I'm in class. Yeah, it's very nice. It's a nice way to just have this kind of ritual that separates the beginning and ending of your Yeah, and that's what rituals are, you know. Like, in, Sure, you can do away with some rituals, but they're there for a reason and they have some significance. Yeah. And I like being respectful in the mass. I like, I guess as a kid, I, I kind of abstained from tradition. I was like, ah, I don't need to be traditional. But that's one little tradition that doesn't take it much effort, yeah. you know, and it's a nice kind of um, sign. Yes, but look, one thing, uh, if you are late, definitely bow on and off the mats. For sure. I mean, I'm, look, I understand if you're jumping on the mats and there's not a class on. Yeah. Okay, wait till class starts, bow in and out of class. That makes sense. But if it's you're, if you're five minutes late or even one minute late and everyone's just started, bow on. Yeah. That's That should go without saying. And that's why we're here telling you right now. Yeah. You know, like, again, no one's going to get really mad at you if you don't bow on if it's your first class I kind of don't expect you to bow on because you're not quite sure about the etiquette but you know as you get more informed and as you come into class more often that's a nice little thing to have now um, you start class you bow in um, a lot of the classes will start with a warm up we definitely start with warm ups yep. a lot of the times for you that class, the warm ups will be strange maybe awkward movements involved um, they're actually very useful if you do it at higher you'll see that the warm-up is very very um, um, integral to the rest of the class yeah. that's why it's not ideal to be late mm. people are late they come in just for the technique I'm like you've com- you've missed out such a big aspect of the learning already yeah some other schools a lot of schools that I've been to, there's just random warm, random movements to just get your blood pumping. And you can get your blood pumping by doing star jumps for two minutes, right? Yep. Your blood's pumped, right? But um, I wouldn't call what we do a warm-up in that it is warming you up. I get it. Uh, but as you said, that's part of the learning process for the techniques. The class has already started, right, yeah. once we've bowed in. It's a, it's a class from go to woe, you know? The only... Th- 
No, the entire thing's a class. Yeah. Because I don't care how advanced you are, and I can speak from this from my own experience, even doing your bridges, you're not an expert. You may have done it a hundred times, a thousand times, a million times, but you can still improve. Yeah, it's not even that, Matty. It's like, you're still learning and you can still be absorbing. There's this thing called uh, like kinesthetic awareness, right? Awareness of your own body. Now, what awareness, what I see awareness as is, you know, you got, I got my, uh, my, my bedroom bench, right? Mm-hmm. Like a bedside table. Yep. And I don't know how, but every single time I wipe it down, every, the day later, there's going to be dust on it again. So things always get dusty. There's yes. always dust. So what I'm talking about is that your, your brain, even though you've done an UPA for the past 10 years of your life, the upa that you do today is going to be different from the upa that you've done yesterday. You need to kind of just swipe off that that the the, the dust, right? Because the dust always settles. The dust is in the form of the stress you've experienced at work, the thoughts you've had in your brain before this, just the the day off you've had from the mats. Yeah, sitting you know? on the couch for six hours. Yeah, like it's just a matter of just invoking your nervous system again, just yep. to get yourself back into the back into your body. Yeah. So that's what our prep phase is you know if you want to call it that or warm up or whatever like we're we're, we're awakening our senses mm-hmm. and we need these senses in order to do our jiu-jitsu class better and more effectively so that's why from the beginning all the way to the end we are going through a journey yes. you know and that's that's what i think is a is a big difference of high jiu-jitsu some other places i used to kind of dread warm-ups at some spots because they're just designed just to get you tired yeah. um and they're done by just like a random student right just mm-hmm. to yeah, let's this guy take the warm up today. Okay, um, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. You know, so it just kind of it, it it depends. But if you're coming to hire, I highly recommend you come early, right? So early as in like experience the warm up as well because it's an integral part of our class. Now, anything else to say about that, Maddie? Right. Be content, people, to observe. Um, watch the oh. behaviors of others. Can I can I go back one to that last point? No. Yes. Uh, if it's your first time, don't go on the mats unless you've been invited on. That's a good point. Why? Um, you don't know if there's a class in place or maybe it's just not kosher to go in, yeah. uh, walk across the mats. Um, you know, you're a visitor, right? Yeah, so just kind a of, guest. you're a guest. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's the best way to put it. You're a guest. You don't just rock up at someone's house and just walk in. You wait, come on in. Yeah. Wait for them to invite. You've already walked in the front door. Uh, Taking your shoes off, this guy. Yeah. Throwing your feet up on the on the on the on the mats on the ta- on the table there. Yeah. Hey, be now immediately. <laughs> Turn the TV on. Put it on the channel that you want. Yep. That's not how you do it, right? No. So you're just kind of respectful. That's part. That's just etiquette, right? Yep. Social etiquette, like so. Just um, take a back step, you know, and just kind of. Be a little bit, not reserved, is reserved the right word? Just be respectful. Just be respectful. Yeah. Which is leads us to the next point. So thank you. So mm. be content to observe, like, and just kind of watch things um, and listen to what's being said by others. This is your first class we're assuming right now. Yep. Even the first few classes, right? Just be a bit of a fly on the wall, you know, like, and just kind of see what's going on. I think that's really important. Here's a big one. No one expects you to be great on your first day. So be content to be a, like not the best. Like it's okay. We've had many, many people come in for free trials at hire. Yep. And we do not expect you to be good. We don't expect you to understand the technique fully. 
um, we expect you to have questions. Yeah. If you have a question, feel free to put up your hand and ask it. Um, if you feel a bit intimidated to ask the question in front of the whole group, maybe ask the partner that you're paired up with. So what about this or what about that? And or, you know, during technique phase, put your hand up and then the teacher's going to come and, and ask you a question and, yeah. you know, see, see where you're at. Um, don't be intimidated by jiu-jitsu jargon. You know, words like the gi and the guard and lapels and us. <laughs> They're all part of the jiu-jitsu dictionary. Yep. That comes with time. Outside Senkaku. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Berimbolo, you know, like all of these things, like they're just part of the part of the the language of the art, and you'll get there without a doubt. You'll get there. Just give yourself some time. Yep. You know, there's no rush. There's no pressure. Um, and it's, it, there's a lot to take in. There is a lot to take in, especially sometimes. That's why, um, Maddie, we've started the intro class because I feel like our fundamentals classes maybe sometimes there's too much to take in. Yep. Our intro classes are gonna uh, you're gonna take in the most important things that you need to get started yep so we're starting the um, intro classes on the 22nd of March on Monday yeah um, you know so everyone come in it'll be awesome so here's the thing lower your expectations of your abilities it's your first day others around you might be getting it they might be moving you know the way you want to move they might be doing the arm bars the way you want to do them but you just your body's not working there's actually there's a process to that, you know, and these people have been going through the process for a lot longer than what you have. It's your first day, it's your first week, whatever it is. Um, so lower your expectations. You're not going to be good straight away. I think a lot of the time you just want to be good, but man, you don't need to respect the process. And this is jujitsu, not soccer. Um, anyone can kick a kick a ball on their first go. Can they? Well, I mean, how good the kick is is irrelevant, but you can still make contact with the ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> in jiu-jitsu, you may never make contact in your first class. At higher, I'm pretty confident you will. Uh, we run a great school. I'm very confident that people will get it on their first go. But some of this can be really complex stuff. It's not just swing your leg and hit a ball. It's you've got to move this leg in this way, this one, open your hips. Yeah. While doing, it's a very a, a deep level of coordination is required. It is, and that's why it takes time. And the thing about higher, especially our fundies classes, is we're not teaching you just the... We're not being super simple in our teachings. Like, we're teaching you the right way from the beginning. So there might be a few extra steps. We're trying to guide you to understanding what is required of you and your body. Um, So here's the thing. Pay the process as dues and save yourself the hassle of judgment of your own abilities at this stage. It's your first week, your first month. No one, you don't need to kind of assess yourself and say, am I good at jiu-jitsu? Am I not good at jiu-jitsu? Just put yourself in there. You've made the decision. You want to get good at, you want to do jiu-jitsu. You're doing it. Whether you're good or bad at it, it's just actually, it's a futile question. How long did it take you when you first started school and mathematics to figure out multiplication and division? Yeah, but you're an adult, Maddie. You just want to get things done. Honestly, I've just got- I think that's the beauty of jiu-jitsu, especially for adults, the fact that you're a newbie. Yep. And as a newbie, a lot of the times like in your adult life, you don't really come across things that you're not good at. A lot yeah. of the times people just avoid doing things that they're not good at because yep. people just want to be good at things because 
it can be a little bit uncomfortable well, adult, to be really good, to be not good at things. Most of the things you're doing in your everyday life have been things you've pr- you've been doing for a long time already. Yeah. So there's nothing new and that's really new. Yes. Jiu-jitsu is very new when you first do it. Yeah. And even for me, like after, you know, 13 years of doing jiu-jitsu, if I do like a a Berimbolo course or something yeah. like that, that's going to be difficult for me too, right? Because that's it's not something that I do on the regular. Yep. You know, um, I'm learning new ways of doing things or like now. Yeah. And so I think that's the beauty of jiu-jitsu that it keeps you young, it keeps you, keeps you fresh because there's always something that you don't know. I think as a comparison... And you're dealing with that every day absolutely. on the mats. I think as a comparison, just to, to highlight this point, uh, comparing it to boxing... I'm pretty sure most people could go into a boxing class on their first time. And I think most of us in our life have spent time watching punching happen, whether it's in movies or whatever, and envisaged punching or pretended to punch. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's never pretended to punch and just done some shadow boxing into the air, whether they knew they were shadow boxing or not. But we've all simulated the idea of punching. So Seems pretty pretty easy, you know, I can throw a punch. Yeah, I can move my arms. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, right? Well, there you go. There's a difference in punch and moving your arms. Sometimes you're just moving your arms versus a punch. So if you delve deeper into boxing, you realize you don't know much at all. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu is even worse, right? Like even even more distinct. It's more foreign. Yep. Abstract even. Because when it, like especially as an adult, when are you on the ground? When are you spending all this time on the ground for the most part? When are you that close to other people? Yeah. Ever. You kind of avoid, you're just kind of avoiding that for the most part. Man, there's so many people who are socially awkward just around hugging. Yep. I know that like that's how little close they get to people. Yeah. And that's something you have to understand. Hey, jujitsu, we are gonna we're gonna be close to each other. And it might take you a little while to get least, comfortable with that, yeah. but I think it becomes comfortable. It's the oxytocin. So like honestly when you when you when you do jujitsu and you get close to people, then it's just natural, right? You just start to you feel it feels better. It feels good. And not because we're talking about anything sexual whatsoever, but just close contact with people is somewhat necessary. I think so. And if you're starved of that off the mats, like yeah. if you don't have many people, that you, as in if you're an awkward hugger, then you'll get much better at hugging people. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you're just going to lose that. That's confidence as well, I think. I yeah. Think that's definitely going to be built up in jiu-jitsu. And social confidence too. Yeah. So coming into a jiu-jitsu school and having like 30 new faces around you, it can be, it, it is intimidating. Yep. But you know you're going to get used to it, yep. and you know, and your time on the mats is going to help you. Sure, you're going to build the um, skills, you're going to learn the techniques, you're going to get some stripes in your belt. You're going to get to be exposed to a bunch of people. Yeah, but these and these are the, like the indirect benefits of it: the fact that you can give your mate a hug and not like feel awkward about it, yep. you know, and um, you can introduce yourself to new people and kind of feel good about that as well. And oh, I mean, every day, every time you come in, you're going to be training with a new partner. Yep. You're going to get to know a new person. Yep. So, yeah, and then that's going to build that social skill up for sure. Um, th- that's awesome. So here's another part. Okay, in your first class, are you going to fight? In, fi- in jiu-jitsu, we call fighting like, or like, like live rolling. We call it sparring, if you like. Yep. Um, different names. But I recommend that you don't spar in your first class. You don't practice the live rolling. Yep, I agree. Um, there's reasons for that. Um, partly because you don't know what you're doing. You know, it can get dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, sure, you want to feel, you want to do it, but you kind of already are doing it by practicing the techniques and doing the warm-ups. Yeah. Hey, 
here's a thought on that exact topic. If you're struggling, well, maybe not struggling, but the first time you're doing, say, an armbar or whatever, yeah. your first class, you go in, you learn an armbar, uh, and you see how like much nuance there is to getting that armbar. Yeah. And most people on their very first attempt at an armbar are not going to get it. So why would you then go into life practice with all these positions that you've never experienced and never seen before? When I think you, it does you a disservice, to be honest. I think so too. Because it, like, it just kind of sets a different mentality from the very beginning. At the same time, I don't think you should hold off on it for too long. No. I think it's nice to feel it. But just learn the ropes initially first. Sometimes at higher we have, or we do have like a positional sparring element in the, in the fundamentals classes. And the difference between that and like a live role is that you've already felt these techniques and now the person that you're paired up with is just gonna do them a little bit faster. Yeah. Not necessarily more intense, but just somewhat faster. And it'll be up to you to kind of join the dots a little bit, a little bit by yourself. Yeah. Now that person that you're paired up with ought to understand that it's your first few classes and they're gonna adjust their tempo accordingly if they're good partners themselves. And we're always working on being better partners at higher. Yes. So don't be afraid to do it, you know, but just kind of have the parameters. So every time in class, I will set a parameter. So you, got, you just practiced how to escape from bottom side control. And it's a position that you've fit, seen, you've felt, you know the person that you're with, yep. you feel safe. So it's like, okay, let me practice. And you'll get to see just there's so many different um, elements and aspects of jiu-jitsu, right? Yep. And of, of movement, essentially. Yep for you to understand, right? So that's why um, you get a little taste. You can get a little taste of it um, which with this positional practice, but not necessarily aspiring from everywhere because that just gets dangerous. Yeah. And hey, I know if you've come to jiu-jitsu from a recommendation from a friend, uh, you undoubtedly have heard the line, oh, I love it because it's not like boxing because you can go in and you can train it 100% every time and not have to worry about knocking someone out or breaking jaws or yeah. uh, that's a load of crap uh yes you can but don't do that on your first class yeah because there's still a lot of you're, things that can happen a lot of things that can go wrong just because you're not getting punched in the face a lot of things can go wrong you can go 100 percent and break your arm you can break your arm doing anything right but if you do it, it look, especially anything. someone like jiu-jitsu it's just it's just physically it's it's there's a lot happening there so just know the ABCs first. Yes. I just think if you're going 100%, that's intensity. And any activity done with intensity is at higher risk. Yes. It's like I can skateboard on a flat surface and have a very low risk of a broken yep. arm. But if I go down a big half pipe with like a 12-foot half pipe, uh, I've got a much higher risk of breaking something. Yes. So just understand that there's the scale there. Yeah. So instead, observe the like the sparring component of the class. If you come into a class, I think it's much better that you observe. We had a student come into a blue to purple class, yeah. and I told him to come to fundamentals, but he wanted to come in anyway. So I was like, okay, come. But then when it came to sparring, I was like, look, man, just have just watch. And I don't yeah. think he was whatever whether he was keen on that or not, but um, I think that was so much more helpful for him. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, you can scan the room once you're, once you're observing and notice the vibe. Does it look safe? Yeah. Is the instructor paying attention to what's going on in there? Or is it like a free-for-all? Everyone's going nuts. Everyone's screaming. Argh. There's a whole bunch of like um, excess energy coming out. Animal noises. Animal noises. Like that yeah. doesn't sound like it's a, there's a lot of finesse in that, cl- in that room. Thumping on the floor. Yeah. So ask the, like, once you finish the class, ask the instructor whatever questions you might have. 
Things like the times of training, the cost, the conditions of membership, the grading process, all of these things can be discussed here. Um, so how do you tell which is the place for you? The best way, maybe, is to remember how you felt in each of the environments. You come to this school, you come to that school, was it warm and friendly? Did you feel embraced? Were you welcomed? Yep. Um, if you can't wait for your next class at that place, then you've probably found your match. Yep. Not everyone finds their academy at the, the right academy on their first go. Um, so be free to experiment with the different academies before you settle. Yeah. I think right now the gut instinct is something to think about, is something to listen to, is a good indicator. Yeah. You know, Maddie, sometimes you go into a class, you're like, oh, I just didn't get a good vibe. The vibes, man, the vibes. Um, and different schools have different vibes. Yeah. I think it's important that you vibe with the, with the school. Yes? Yes. Anything to add to that, Maddie? No, I think... How I'm did you know that the commune was for you, Maddie? You knew me, I get that, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of had a leg in. But did you enjoy it the first time you came in? Was it yeah, the, what it was, you wanted? that's the thing, it was fun. Yes. Um, absolutely, it was fun, right? How did you know SPMA was for you when you came in? I kind of, again, I had like a bit of a, a new people training there. Yeah. So I was like... So well, they can't, if they tell you, hey, this is the school, then you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I, I, I was like... I knew I wanted to be there doing it. So that's yeah. the thing. And my understanding was they were the best mm -hmm. instructors in Sydney. Mm -hmm. Whether I was right or wrong, I don't know who's a great instructor. You're well, a great you're, instructor. You're a beginner, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't know the difference between a good instructor and who's not. But I've been told that they're, they're awesome. I know that they had a great competition record. That's so cool. That's, yes. I, don't, I didn't even listen to my gut instinct. I don't know what I couldn't remember what my gut instinct was. But yeah. I knew I was going to sign up there before I even walked in. I just knew that was going to be. I was. Me too. Yeah. I was kind of. I'm signing up. Yeah. Before I'd even been there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I think like. Oh, sorry. Um, I. Think about things. Just just observe, you know, and think about it before you actually make the commitment. Yep. Okay. Hopefully that's enough. Um, so the journey begins. You've signed up. You found your school. Hooray. Yes. Welcome. So, Maddie, why, why commit to this jiu-jitsu stuff? Why sign up? Why commit? Why buy your gi? You know, why kind of dedicate time and energy? Why? It's something you want to do. You learn new techniques and concepts and skills for life. You know, you protect yourself and your loved ones against misfortune by learning the fundamental skills of self-defense. Mm -hmm. You'll do something different. You'll be challenged, as we we're talking about at the start of class, like at the start of this pot potty. Yep. Um, there won't be a moment where jiu-jitsu gets boring, for the most part. It hasn't gotten boring for me, and no. I've been at it for a while. Has it gotten boring for you? No. Yeah. So you know, you understand leverage and timing and physics, and you know, you'll be experimenting with your own body, and that's really important. You'll be learning so much about your own body and the and the potential of your own body. And I think it, all of these things are phenomenal, right? And um, for the amount that you pay per month in a high, in, in a in a membership, I think that's such a such a beautiful um, exchange. That's cheap, to be honest. Yep. Um, you know, you deal with stress and discomfort in a more productive way. Mm -hmm. You know, you you'll be able to evolve with the ever changing environment around you. This applies to work and home and life and and. Well, that's what. There's such pretty a pretty much it, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a hidden benefit. That's a hidden benefit to jiu-jitsu you brought up. It's just the emotional. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's there's there's just something about it. 
where you're separated from your emotions in jujitsu, like you kind of have to be. Yeah. You just have to be there in the moment, focusing on the problem at hand. Yes. And you can't let your emotions. You can't think about what's yeah, awaiting you, you at home, right? Absolutely. You're yeah. in this moment, and you all, that's all you have the choice to think about. Yes. And you, you're not escaping. You're actually learning how to deal with your emotions by doing it. Yep. And I think it's a it's a hidden invisible benefit that you can't. You can't sell to people, but it's there. I agree. Um, facilitate your path to better strength and mobility and higher health. So as we're talking about with the fitness classes and the boot camps and that, yep. you're kind of doing the same thing, similar things at least, um, and you're having so much fun at the same time. All of these things are part of the jiu-jitsu journey, especially the high jiu-jitsu journey. And with the high jiu-jitsu journey, you're building quality of life. Um, all of these things are critical. People at, at high jiu-jitsu, we help everyday people build quality of life. We do awesome. You know, we've put a lot of thought into this process of guiding normal everyday people from being on the couch, as Maddie says, to coming in and jumping in and having a, putting a gi on and just enjoying the, 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 the path and the process of doing jiu-jitsu. So... Um, hopefully this helps if you want this uh, some more information all you have to do is go onto our website highjujitsu.com.au on the bottom right we have a getting started with jujitsu guide that's the guide that that will help you um, throughout this process of getting started so jump on sign up on on our newsletter you're going to get this guide for free Um, and I hope it helps Maddie. Thanks so much, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you being on the potty. Everyone else does as well. Those jokes are on fire. Um, you're on fire. Come to my classes. They're really funny, and you learn jujitsu. Funnier than mine, though. I don't know. We should put that up. Push it. Put that out there. Should be a poll. Put it on the the, the socials. Is Matt funnier than John? It was funny. Matt Matt Jackson. He said, he's like. Part of learning how to start jujitsu is knowing when you're part of the joke of Maddie and John in class. <laughs> Matt and John's jokes. You're not in the Facebook, so you didn't see that. Oh, that was pretty funny. Everybody, we love you. Thank you so much. Listen out. Us.